Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I want to thank you for spending some time with me here this morning. Today is a, well, not so beautiful Friday here in the Northeast, but it is Friday, and uh, this is a mutual aid episode of the Professional Brotherhood Podcast. And I wanted to start today's show off by asking you to do us a favor. Uh, If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, um, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, when this episode is over, if you would not mind, drop in on the reviews and just click some stars for us. However many stars you think we're worth. One, two, three, four, five. If you're so inclined to leave a review on maybe something you got out of today's episode or a past episode or just your opinion of the show overall, that would be greatly appreciated. It helps us out tremendously with our placement on uh, Apple and the majority of you listen on Apple. So if you would take a few seconds afterwards to do that, I would truly appreciate it. I have a question for you today regarding your organization. Is your organization friendly? Now, you might think about that question. Well, what does he mean? Is our organization friendly? Is your organization friendly? Um, I have talked about my organization on and off in the past, and we are very fortunate, and we are not the norm when it comes to the volunteer fire service and um, volunteerism. We take in a lot of members, and Actually, last night was our monthly meeting. We took in three new members. Um, This year, because of COVID, um, we probably have not taken in as many as we did last year, but we still have consistently brought on new membership, new people to the roles. Last year, thinking back, a 12-month year, I think maybe there was one month out of the 12 where we did not take in at least one new member if not multiple new members a month. And I often get questions from other firefighters, from other organizations, as to how we are so successful with recruitment. And I will tell you that I don't know that there's a secret. Or or, I don't know that there's a secret. Um, We do not do anything specifically aimed towards recruitment. We don't do recruitment drives. Um, Our doors are always open. We have not participated in the annual um, Recruit New York in a few years. The the couple years that we did participate, uh, we did not see any real benefit out of it for us. Now, let me get back to my original question. Is your organization friendly? Okay. I think a big thing that departments are missing is how is your organization looked upon by the public? Because this directly relates to recruitment and membership, in my personal opinion. Okay. Is your organization looked upon as a clique or a special society or or a place where people actually have no idea how you become a member. They know that you're firefighters. They know that you fight fire. They know that you go to motor vehicle accidents. They know that you respond to emergency calls when the siren blows. But 
other than that, they really don't know anything about you. They know who some of your membership is, but that's it, okay? They don't know how to become a member. They don't know what you need to do to become a member. They don't even know that you're taking in new members or that you need new members. Um, so are you viewed upon as like this little secret society of people? Does the public know that you, you are accepting membership, that you need help, that you're always looking for help, and that you'll take anybody? And I say that lightly, anybody, okay? We all know that this job is not for anybody and everybody. But there are jobs within the organization that are for anybody and everybody, okay? Uh, let's say somebody comes down to the firehouse that maybe they're not interested in actually being a firefighter, but they're interested in being a part of the organization. They're interested in being a social member. They want to help out of your functions. Um, do you have a job for them? Do you have a membership status where you could, you know, take advantage of their willingness to help and their want to give back to the community? And do you take that person just as seriously as the person that comes down and wants to be an interior firefighter? Or do you kind of blow them off because, you know, they just want to be a social member? Are you friendly? Okay. Um, I'm a firm believer in social media. A very, very, I, I believe in it. And, and what it can do for an organization, um, I, I really, truly think it is an asset when it is used correctly, because I believe that it is a very, very easy way to make yourselves accessible to your community, to your customers, to show them what you are doing, when you are doing it, how you are doing it, how much work goes into being a volunteer firefighter, okay? Not just the fires, the drills, the training, the special events, the community functions, all right? Highlighting all this stuff for your community to see, making you more accessible, making you more visible to the public. Now, this can be a slippery slope. You need to put somebody in charge of your social media that A, knows what they're doing, Okay, B is going to post um, post pictures that highlight what you are doing, create posts that highlight what you are doing, um, should have, you know, a pretty good knowledge of the English language and can actually create um, create messages that that make sense and represent you well. All right. But basic use of social media like Facebook or Instagram um, is a great way to highlight what your organization is doing, make you more accessible, and therefore give you an appearance of being more friendly. Okay. How do you handle new members that walk in the door? And I've talked about this before. I've seen over the years, because I've been a member of two different organizations, I've seen a couple different ways personally of how new membership applications are handled, okay? And this is not, this is absolutely not a dig on how one organization handles it over how another organization handles it. But what it is, is I, I do feel that 
one way of handling an application is more friendly and might get you better results than another way. And let me say this, when somebody stops by your station, sends you an email, shoots a text message to the chief, whatever it may be, asking for an application, do you seize the moment right then and there? Literally, right then and there, do you, do you say, hey, when would you like to meet? I'd be happy to give you that application. Or do you have the applications accessible via electronic delivery? Can you sh send it out in an email? Can it be downloaded from your website? Can it be accessed from your Facebook page? Can you get that application to that person right away when they ask? Kind of striking while the iron is hot mentality, right? Somebody wakes up today and they're like, I want to be a volunteer firefighter. Maybe it was the post you put up last night. All right. Maybe they saw you operating on the roadside. And they're like, you know, that looks like it'd be something cool for me to do. I've got the time. I want to dedicate the time to my community. Maybe that's something that I could try. Strike while the iron's hot. Get them that application. Okay. How do you treat them after they've after you've given them the application? Right. Do you explain to them what the process is? What the process is for your organization? This will go before our membership. Uh, we'll we'll. Um, put it through to take its normal course. Uh, you'll be called in the following month to meet with our investigating committee. We'll explain everything to you. And then you'll be sworn in as a member. You'll be on a one-year probationary period. And when you've successfully completed that period, we'll move, move you over from a probationary to a regular active member. Do you explain that? Okay. Do you say, hey, all right, thanks for turning in your application. We drill every Monday night. We drill every Tuesday night. We drill every Thursday night. Come on down, meet the members, hang out, see what we do. Okay? Obviously, you, you don't want them participating, right? Because they have not had a physical yet. Um, they're not on your roll, so they're not protected by your insurances probably. Okay, but do you say, hey, come on down? Do you immediately, again, strike while the iron's hat. Are you friendly? All right. Come on in, meet the members, stay for the meeting. When you say, when you take that application, you're like, all right, we'll see you in two months. What is that person thinking? All right. What are they thinking? A, you could potentially lose them in two months if you don't try to rein them in, try to get them to come around, try to see what everything is about prior to them even being a member. All right. If they come in on a meeting night, you know, and you don't say, hey, you know, feel free to stay for the meeting. Are you giving them the the feeling that you're like hiding something, right? And are we probably not? But again, are we being friendly? It's about the perception, okay? So you know, as you can see, the things I'm talking about today are not a secret. Now, I know there's more that goes into this. I and my organization are super fortunate to have a great community, okay? And many of you have great communities. Are you doing all that you can do to pull from those communities? Now, some of you come from very, very small communities where your, your pool for membership is, is small, right? And you're not going to have the results of maybe the company next door. But you can still use the same steps to try to um, gain new members. 
I I know I know friends of mine and former firefighters that have moved out of the area to small towns in the south, out west, and literally within weeks of closing on their home and moving into their home, they've had people from the local fire department stop by their house to introduce themselves and say, hey, are you interested in becoming a volunteer firefighter? That's ingenious to me. Ingenious, right? You, you don't, it, it, when you don't have a huge community to pull from, but you've got new people moving in, are you going out and introducing yourselves? And, and first of all, saying, hey, we're volunteer. We're 100% volunteer. Your protection is a result of our volunteerism. And it's not a thank me for my service visit. This is a, hey, this is what we do. And are you looking or able to help? Again, going out, being proactive, being friendly. And my final point on the being friendly thing is, are you actually friendly? Like, do you and your memberships give an air of being happy, being friendly, being excited about being a part of the organization? Are you a bore, are you viewed upon as a special society, a clique, or a bunch of miserable, drunken bastards? Maybe that's a little rough, my friends, but let's face it. There are folks out there that still look at the volunteer fire department as a social club when they're not doing their job and as a social club that likes to consume alcohol. That stigma is still there. That stigma is real. Okay? And you might not like hearing that from me. And you might motherfuck me after hearing that. But that stigma, my friends, is absolutely real and absolutely true. Not absolutely true. Absolutely real. Okay? In some places, maybe it is absolutely true. But what are you doing to change that stigma? What are you doing to give an appearance of... We are open for business. We are looking for members. We are a friendly organization, all right? We're not a bunch of backstabbing assholes that fight once a month and then go out to the town and talk about all our members. That we are a family. We are a close-knit unit. We are a friendly bunch of people, and we are here to do a job, do it well, and support our membership. Support our membership. Brotherhood, right? We love to toss around that word brotherhood, but how many of us really live it, really support one another, really take it seriously, friendly? Are you and your organization friendly? Well, we're 15 minutes in. You know I like to keep these mutual aid episodes short. As, as you could tell, I could probably go on, this, on on this one for a bit, but I think you get the point. Right. And um, that's the idea. I'm just I'm looking to give you ideas and ways to maybe look at things a little bit differently. Maybe open your mind to something that you never thought of before. And, um, you know, a lot of these ideas come out of conversations with other people. And uh, this this one came out of a conversation um, with a friend of mine who just said, you know, how are you guys so successful at taking in members? And I really, really 110% believe that, you know, being accessible, 
showcasing what we do, um, being friendly when somebody walks in the door, not participating in a bunch of bullshit and petty arguments. I, I really truly feel that it, it, uh, creates a positive, um, feeling in our organization that it, um, helps us to retain members and it helps us to gain members. Um, I'm not saying that we're perfect and that we don't have our arguments, our disagreements and our stats. We absolutely do. But the biggest difference is we respect each other's difference of opinion. Okay. That's huge. If you're not respecting dif the difference of opinion within your organization and the fact that you're going to get different opinions from different people with different backgrounds and different views on life and different views on the fire service, um, I, I don't know what to tell you. But you've got to respect people's views. you got to respect people's difference of opinion and have the freedom to air that difference of opinion in a safe space, which is your organization's monthly meeting or after a drill or on a drill or whatever the hell it may be. And after that difference of opinion occurs, you have to have the ability to just respect the fact to agree to not agree and move on and continue to do the job and not, not get personal. If you can take those steps, I think you'll start to move your organization forward. And if you can be friendly and if you can welcome new members, and strike while the iron is hot, I think you will absolutely see a change in your recruitment and your retention within your organization. So my friends, I uh, hope you have a great weekend if, uh, if you are listening to this on Friday. Um, we have got some phenomenal guests coming up uh, in the next uh, couple weeks, so uh, I hope you tune in. I'm going to drop some names right now next week on our full-length episode. We have uh, Lex Shady will be on with Kara and I. Um, search Lex out on Instagram. And um, she runs a, a, a great blog. And uh, I'm not going to give any more information on her, but we had an awesome conversation with her. I'm really excited to put that out. Uh, Monday, we are interviewing one of my former brothers um, from here locally that has um, really, really gone through the ranks and had a, um, a, a great journey as a federal firefighter. Um, and that's Chief Tad Mapledorm. Um, I can't wait to have him on the show. We're, we're, we're scheduled to interview him on Monday. Uh, so you'll see that episode coming out in a couple of weeks. So we have some great stuff coming out for you. And again, it's, it's couldn't do it without your support and without your constant messages and, and your ideas and your thoughts. So um, please keep those coming, professionalvff at gmail.com. That's professionalvff at gmail.com. Instagram, professional.brotherhood. Facebook, at Chief Soller. On the web, professionalbrotherhood.com. Thank you for participating. Thank you for listening in week after week. And my friends, don't forget a paycheck does not make you a professional. How you approach the job does. Stay healthy and stay safe. Until next time.